Hi, this is Jason Solana, artist of Upper Deck's Marvel Sketchroll Sets, and you are listening to the Marvel Card Collector's Podcast. Hello everybody, my name is Ian Taylor and welcome to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective, an awesome community of card collectors and creators. You can find our two groups on Facebook, details of which are at the end of this very podcast, so come check us out. With me as always is my co-pilot in all things Marvel Cards. I buy the same Mr. Whippy 99, but now I've got just as much problems and a flake ain't one. Neither is my good buddy. It's Norin Rad. <laughs> hey, good buddy. You've got no idea <laughs> what you I have you? no idea what you're talking about. You have no about idea. Nothing. No, well done for you. I was going to pretend, but I got nothing. Okay. So, have you ever heard of a of a 99 flake? Yeah. No, of course not, man. Okay. What is that? It's a very British thing. So, have you ever heard of a Cadbury's flake, which is a chocolate? Wow, you are batting 100 today. No, okay, I have right. not heard that either. So, what I've got on my screen right now, what the f flake. is that? So what it is? So for those who don't know, which is that pretty, pretty much looks like a turd stuck in ice cream. That is the weirdest. Ice cream. So it's a vanilla soft ice cream that gets. Uh, um, so basically, you go to an ice cream van, okay, at the British seaside or wherever the ice cream van may happen to be parked up in the UK, and you ask for a Mr. Whippy. And what it is, it's kind of a um, they pull a tap and it comes out like a soft mousse kind of ice cream but like most ice creams yeah right. uh, no because a lot of um, a lot of ice creams they're scooped out of harder well soft harder served so like yeah, you go to mcdonald's soft, around yeah. here you can get some soft served uh, yes i guess like, that's the nearest yes like that a, one would know about vending machine ice cream scenario yeah. syrupy um, thingy so this mr whippy it's it's done in a cone and then they'll ask you if you want if you want that to be a 99 and it's what they do is they get a cadbury's flake which is this which is like a crumbly chocolate it's milk chocolate so it's cadbury's milk chocolate but it's just it's kind of a, a crumbly kind of thing and you, they just stick it in the ice cream and that's a 99 flake or mr whippy 99 and it's a very 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 british thing look look how happy those kids are they're being kidnapped in an ice cream truck man what, what do they know that I mean, like, where's the context? You well, know what I mean? Brace yourself. There was a man lived around the road from me. He was found on the floor of his ice cream van, covered in hundreds and thousands in Cadbury's flakes. Police later said that he topped himself. <laughs> <laughs> you do know it's nine in the morning for me, right? <laughs> well, I- <laughs> Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, which um, listen, when I was in my twenties, nine in the morning, you'd just be getting home. Um, oh, okay. But, sure. Yeah, that's when I was, well, was a young man. But no, it's a proper thing. Look, there's like there's like ninety nine flake remixes of of Mika songs. It's a proper thing. It's a big. Is there a cure or like? Uh, well, I don't this... know. But I went with ninety nine because this is our ninety ninth episode. Yes, it is. So next week, people will be hearing episode oh 100. God. They're going to flip out. I hope so. I think so. I mean, how I could you so. not? I mean, yeah. I mean, like, it's a big deal. Mm. It's pretty cool. Mm. And let me tell you, we got some good stuff planned for after that as well. 
I'll tell you wow. what it is later. <laughs> but no, okay. um, we got some uh, we got some good stuff. I've just had confirmation from an artist this morning. I'm not going to say on it. You know, what? I'm going to tell you, and we're going to bleep it out. Um, oh wow! Yes, it's just yeah. So yeah. I'm just speaking to that artist, and that will all be bleeped. Um, and bleeped. then uh, who else? I'm talking to, and I'll bleep this again. that'd be great so we're that'd just be great to that up. um and yeah so and other gorgeous stuff but but no one will know any of that until it actually happens <laughs> yeah but pretty exciting i know i know and people will have heard the gorgeous interview we did with uh bella rashley by now yes um, and she was lovely we like bella uh, bella was very sweet she was great man super so, cool I've, I've had the best great office space I know. Huh? I've had the best time pulling together images for that episode. Oh, man. Just killer. I mean, has work. a great eye, good design. Very yeah. cool. I mean, I'll, I'm going to name check them now because um, because I want to. Um, I had who did I speak to? Stephen Vargas. Vargas, rather. Um, oh, yeah. Good afternoon, Stephen. And um, Sierra Freeman Burdett, I think, who I think is Jonathan Burdett's wife, I want to say, um, in the group, had both received commissions previously from uh, Bella. So and they put pictures of it on group. So if you look at the tasting notes for last week's episode, you will see some examples of of APs that she sent to people and how they're presented and packaged. Oh, nice! Episode. So I think it's, I, I really wanted to name check those people and thank them for letting me use their images. Also, um, uh, who else? Uh, Daniel Rubin um, has let me include some images of. Oh, that's cool. Had done. Um, so yeah. Um, so I just thought it'd be really cool to throw those on the tasting notes. All three of those collect just got some amazing pieces too so that's awesome absolutely um so so what we're going to talk about this week dear what we're going to talk about what did you do yesterday tell me what you did yesterday oh man so this was (laughs) so um somebody who i spoken to who's in the group who's 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 a major uh, marble marvel fan has been in the hobby for a very long time time. hit me up as like hey I'm going to this convention thing. Anything you want me to look out for you? And I realized I was like, oh, wait, he's in North Carolina, same state I'm in, and only an hour and a half away. Mm-hmm. No, it was an hour and like 45 minutes, whatever. And he asked me and I was like, how about instead I come with you and we go look at some stuff. So I essentially invited myself, the poor guy. <laughs> and he was like, uh, yeah, sure. Come on on. Come on down if you want. No big deal. We'll have lunch. We'll do a thing. And I was like, okay, cool. So I ran over there the next morning, kind of an impromptu thing. When I had like I had other things had planned, but I was like, ah, you know, I'm not gonna pass up like hanging out with a collector from the group and like cool. going to a card show. Why not? Let's go try it out. Went over there. He showed me his home. Oh, wow. I am still in awe of the things that I have seen. Oh, really? Uh, Just, yeah. I mean, amazing pieces. Truly next level, beautiful pieces. And then we got in the car. We went to the card show in this very terrible rinky-dinky hotel, like most card shows are over here in America, either in a hotel or under a big tent. And we walked around 
And we are like scoping things out. We're looking through the sports stuff. Everyone's Mm -hmm. sports heavy. There's no Marvel. We're seeing Pokemon people who have like ran into targets to like scalp ETBs and like trainer boxes. (laughs) You could see them all hiding on their tables and we're running around and we're just looking, we're talking. We had, we're having a blast sharing stories, sharing parts of our collections, that kind of stuff. And then we come across uh, the one box the one box shoe box of marvel cards and luckily it had stuff from the 90s all the way to like marvel ages so we were able to like look through it we thought it was going to be like three dollars uh, a card or four dollars for t- something crazy like cheap and we we're seeing really good pieces of course he spots a silver x over mm. That I'm devastated that I missed out on. And <laughs> they're Ultra X Men 94, yeah? Yeah, that's right, baby. And then I spotted this guy. Oh, it's a uh, flavorful Black Panther. Flavors. Yeah, yeah. Which that's is a major nice. short print. Yeah, yeah. So I spotted this. And then I also spotted something else. I don't know if you have one. I'm going to go for the set, but if I get a double, it's yours. But I found this. The Marvel Ages Decade oh, Spider-Man. I don't think I have that one. I've, I've, I've got very few. I've got about eight of them. Uh, I got the 2010 here. Yeah, the, the 19th and then Spider-Man goes for big bucks. I found this guy, Base Mando. Oh, nice. Which is pretty nice. Oh, must. And then... Yeah. <gasps> oh, Black Cat Decades, 1970s from Marvel Ages. That's beautiful. Great looking oh, piece. It is amazing. But these cards really look great in person. Yeah. Um, which we'll talk more about in today's episode, but wanted to show you that because you, you were there in spirit. And got so I got these four cards or whatever. Got these four guys for 35. Oh, shut up. Oh, that's really I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought so. And then he got a great deal as well. Wow. Um, so we I think he got all of his cards for like 15 bucks. Um and, you know, Silver X over as well over that. So we, we cleaned house with the one box that was there. Um, I should have bought an Ages box there just so we could have something open up at his place and stuff. And I gave him some free things or whatever, but he was just super sweet. His wife was lovely. So just had a nice convo. So we'll probably be doing it again. But it's just, you know, last That's minute really type cool. of thing. It That's was really cool. cool. I would kill to meet anyone from the I mean, seriously, it's such a, it's, it's, it's going to say, it's a crazy lonely thing being a hobbyist in, in, in the UK. It really is. I, I mean, mean, it's bad. I know, I know it's, I know it's tricky at the best times, but at least, you know, you guys can kind of do that thing and meet up and, you know, there are a lot of members in, in the US um, and go to shows because, you know, it's just we wouldn't have you know that that thing here. Can I read you his? I'm, we're not gonna, we're not going to name the, this this young man, but um, I'm just going to read you his version of it that he posted on the group. <laughs> on, it Go for it. Me laugh the way he phrased it. Had the pleasure of meeting Norin Rad in person and hitting a local sports card show with hopes of finding some non-sport cards. This is the bit that made me laugh, Mister Rad, <laughs> Mister Rad, Mister Rad. <laughs> that guy's a trip. It reminds me of Mr. Ed. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Mr. Rad had his spidey sense turned on and found the only dealer with comic-based cards. Now, I can imagine you doing that. You're going into the room going, it's this way. <laughs> I put my finger in my mouth and whipped it out. I was like, 
Yeah. Do south. Let's go. But you, you, you are like that, though. Um, the cellar had two or three white storage boxes that had a mix of Marvel, Pokemon, Magic, etc. The surprise w- was the cards were from about 1994 to 2020. I'm sure I can't speak. For, I'm sure I can speak for Norin when I say I'm the, the only thing I didn't like is that nothing was priced. I'm no. Yeah. Fan. Okay. You know, I want these. What are you going to charge me? Yeah. I'm not keen. Stuff that isn't priced. I just usually walk past. I just. No. One box had oh. like a, like the deal on it, like $3, $3 each for three or something crazy, something really nice. That was just because I thought they were like basically dollar boxes, yeah. which is usually what you get in those kind of situations, you know? Um, so then when he was like, well, that's, that's really rare. And I was like, oh, come on, man. But you know, um, turns out he was reasonable and we both walked away with a few cool cards. You, you certainly did. Um, I had an absolute blast spending a few hours with our moderator and we're making plans for our next card hunt. I came away with these four and yes, that's a silver crossover. And he got, he got a Hydra patch from Marvel annual 2016 a lovely web foil tombstone from Theoctra Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. It looks like a Magneto hologram from... Yes. That's the 92 X-Men. Yeah. And uh, the silver crossover, Inferno. It's brilliant. Uh, well, head, hats off to you both. That that sounded like a really fun day out. It was, it was, what made it fun was the collector and kind of like, yeah. you know, what we do in this podcast, what we do in the groups, man. Like, it's such a small hobby. It's not like you can go to a card show and like, usually find any marvel cards but you know things are changing we found one box and it had like yeah. you know some pretty big finds for like marvel card collectors like an a silver x over some like short print cards i mean like, you know it was really fun to look through them too man they were all on top loaders you know what i mean oh, they nice. weren't like penny sleeved and like shoved in a box so people are taking care of them things Good. are changing Good. you know it's not drastic but it's it's something for sure all the times they are changing. That's the one and only time I'm going to channel Bob Dylan. It was amazing. I saw him spiritually above your head just now. Did you? Did you? I did. Did he die? And no one told me. Again, um, <laughs> uh, it was astro projection. It was probably, probably was. Oh, astral projection. Speaking of which, I've got. A, I can't show it to you at the moment because it is around the corner. But I've got a rather nice Doctor Strange issue 175 from November oh. 1968. Uh, the Damn. Day. Um. Yeah, I'm just I'm getting really into picking up just that Doctor Strange run from many because Strange Tales got renumbered, uh, got renamed rather to Doctor Strange with issue one six nine. So the kind mm. of the, the Doctor Strange's first appearance is in Strange Tales. Uh, I can't remember the issue. Donald would know this, and Donald's probably shouting, <laughs> shouting at whatever he's listening to us through right now, going, "It's this." Anyway, but then the other major key is the first Doctor Strange solo issue was origin retold strange tales but it's actually called dot strange 169 so it's not like i missed issues 101 to 16 right right that was his first solo which was bizarre that they did that anyway um so and then there's a run of of um dot strange that goes issues 169 to 183 and then it stopped and then he started his volume two, which was his first solo title in 1974, I want to say, um, a couple of years later. So that little run of like 14 issues is going to go up in price when mm-hmm. you 
Doctor Strange movie comes out. Um, yeah. And I've just been buying some low. Oh, I don't care. They don't multiverse of Madness, Madness in the Multiverse, yeah. something multiverse like that. Multiverse of Madness, yeah. It's well, Loki comes out June. No, it's this Friday, I think. I think it's this. I think it's this Wednesday. Yeah. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. I think it's. Okay. Yeah. Wednesday. I'm, I'm going to nod. For some reason, I had it in my head. It was Fridays. Because they changed it. So they changed it because, like, because it used to be. They did like a little promo Loki mis- mis- mischief type of thing. I oh, think, okay. All right. And changed it to Wednesday. Um, apparently, I was I saw something on Twitter this morning. I mean, there was quite a lot on Twitter this morning, but the thing I saw on Twitter this morning was that the show creator has said there's going to be loads of MCU cameos in it. Oh, cool. So I'm like, wow. Um, but no, no, I think it was actually Marvel universe cameos so it could be characters that never appeared in the mcu that'd be crazy so yeah i'm really i'm, I'm curious because i know he mentions heimdale or elmdale or whatever he's called um mm-hmm. in that first trailer he verbally speaks about him so i'm wondering if idris help is going to show up because that'd be awesome he's so great man i love that character so yeah it's going to be fun i'm really looking forward to it um it's going to be absolutely bonkers, but but of course, at the end of uh, One Division, did you see One Division? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, of course, everyone was speculating that Cumberbatch was going to show up in the final episode. Yeah, uh, that's right. Apparently, it was all it was all written and scripted, and then um, they decided not to, and Cumberbatch was all up for it because he was shooting Multiverse of Madness at the time. So they just started filming that. So, oh, interesting. Um, but they decided not to because they wanted it all to focus on her. Yeah, smart. So, yeah, oh, can't wait. That's really cool. I'm excited to see, like, people drop in and out and things to pop in. I mean, that was kind of, like, the best thing about, like, the animated series when we were kids Yeah, was that and you'd have superheroes. Yeah, yeah, and the comics, of course, yeah. But, like, you'd have superheroes dropping into different titles and making appearances, yeah, for sure. And um, Thor 4, which is difficult to say, has just finished filming and Taika Waititi put a picture out of him and Chris Hemsworth on the last like, day of set. I saw that. Let's have an honourable mention for Chris Hemsworth's arms. That guy <laughs> looked, he, he looked like, it. he looked like he had the, the Thor, it was like Thor's head on Thanos's body. That's it was ridiculous. that massive. Yeah. And I'm like, Wow, because the thing is, Hemsworth keeps himself in really good shape anyway, because he's Australian. Uh-huh. Aussies are super fit, generally. Um, so, um, but yeah, and I was like, wow, okay. But I'm really looking forward to that, because I've got a lot of time. Oh, I'm it. so excited. It's like uh, Jane Foster, baby. Oh, yes, that's right. Natalie yeah. Portman. Natalie Portman. Okay, well, yes. Um, and, and on this week's episode of MCU Focus... Um, so you're chasing Marvel ages, decades. I'm thinking that's, about it. I'm working. Really I, I, subset. I started it. I'm, I'm a little, I, I opened up a box of ages. Yeah. I was listening a little, I was majorly disappointed <laughs> in the hits. It wasn't a great box whatsoever. So I was a little taken back by that. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the rarest thing I got was the storm word word cloud which is really great and a 1970s decade which was fun oh okay but you know no lenticulars no uh fennel uh the lighthouse inserts no flavorful it was it was pretty slim pickings in there um in terms of what came up so that was a little hard because i thought i could turn a box into like getting at least a good chunk of that subset for decades Mm. um 
but seeing the decades cards in person and the flavorful cards in person and the, the word cloud ones, I'm, I, I think have also a foil to them. Mm. It's just a really nice design all the way through the cards that are just yeah. really clean. I think it's a, it's a good move in the right direction design wise. I think it's really neat, it really is. cool looking. It is. I just don't like the, uh, the way they've, as we spoke about on the ages review episode, I just didn't like the way they've made the checklist of those so that you've got like card number one is regular card. Number two is regular. Then all of a sudden you've got an SSP, then you've got an SP. Yeah. That was a little weird. It's just like uh, mixed in there. Yeah. It's just like, it just makes it. Yeah. Just, it's just frustrating. You know, if you're, if you're going to kind of set build, but you want to kind of stop at a certain level, which is why masterpieces work so well, you can stop, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't, if you don't want to spend the money, you can stop at tier two if you want. Most people go do tiers one to three. Yeah. You yeah. don't have to have and like you, visible empty spots in your you nine page. Like a numbering that would be like broken and things like that. It's just one of those things. I just found it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, other people kind of dig it. So, you know, I'm just, it's just my, my kind of take on it. Um, I wanted to quickly talk about um, EPAC releases. I'm, uh, this is, I'm, I'm slightly intrigued by how the pricing has changed over the last few releases on EPAC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm kind of thinking that, and, you know, and to be fair, you know, why wouldn't you? That I'm thinking that, you know, Upper Deck is saying, okay, there's a card boom going on. People are going crazy. People are spending anything on everything. Let's put our prices up. Let's put our prices up and maybe put a little bit less in the way of hits. <laughs> or at least make them a bit trickier to come by. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's, I think that's actively happening because um, Marvel Ages is, is relatively affordable on EPAC, but what they've done with it is they've made it so that you, the, however many cards it's a pack, it's the same number of cards per pack as it was physical release. So I think it's 12 cards per pack, um, but all the base are digital. Oh yeah, I was really yeah. which is yeah. which is you know standard MO for upper deck. But what they've done is it's 25 of them. Let's let's just stop for a moment and, and just re- repeat that. You need 25 of each base to get mm-hmm. the parallel. So that means and it only applies to tier one as well, that 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 um EPAC exclusive parallel, which I'm quite relieved at because it doesn't cover tier two where Black Cat is. Um so that tier one parallel, you would need 2,500 base cards. I, I just like, okay. And that just becomes a bit of a cash machine. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm not, I'm, I wouldn't, I'll never buy. No. Ages again, not even like a random pack or anything yeah. like that. Like that's basically what happened. I opened up the yeah. box and I found that I was kind of like, I was really taken back actually yeah. by the, by the lack of, uh, hits and and the kind of like lack of attention to you know the collector by putting so many of those digital base so i mean i can't even like i'm not even gonna like that's it you know what i mean like i bought a box i wasted that money basically um the interesting thing is that you i think so that's how i feel yeah yeah. Yeah. you know i I feel i I definitely think i blew that money because there's no way i can get that i feel the same about pack walls I just want to I quickly talk about Pack Wars 1920. I mean, talk about taking something that was actually quite fun and 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 inclusive for collectors who would both want to have a little dabble 
um, but also collectors who want to drop the big bucks because there's plenty of those. Um, and just making it just a, um, uh, a rich man's game completely. I mean, not only has mm-hmm. the price gone up, um, it buggy AF. I mean, even and I'm not one. That's what I keep hearing. This, but on day one, I posted a frustration post on the group with screenshots of it just not loading, you know, and I'd gone in. But even if you manage to beat the CPU, which is pretty tough this year, I think they've, they've, they've tweaked it slightly. Um, lots of people reporting that they've gone like 20 packs and only one free. And usually if you play against the CPU, it's, it's, it at least takes you walk away with a little bit of, and the word I'm going to use is dignity. That's probably the wrong word, but anyway. Dignity. Um, but it just, and so many people were just like, nah, man, that just feels like I've been not rinsed. That's the wrong word. Taken for a ride. Yeah. And, and, and the, um, the few that I did win, I, mean, I think I played about eight packs worth. Uh, the few that I did win, uh, you get the, obviously they've got the, thing that they did similar to pack wars the last couple of times where you get a digital parallel that's only available in pack wars and then you can mm-hmm. find those to get a physical exclusive one so that's so i did that pretty quickly with they're called victor cards in this one the digital ones victor and cards. then you combine five of those so at least they kept the combo at five because last time you collected the golds and then you got a physical red parallel okay um this time it's you get five victor parallels and you get um an epac parallel i think it's called an epac parallel and it's simply the card but it's got like pack walls behind it uh, i don't know if you've, you've seen it um no, i haven't seen it and it's um I, I'll, I'll just quickly um, navigate and get one on screen uh, while we're talking yeah but, um, i'd like to check it out it's um but yeah a lot of people not okay and, and also the thing last time is that it's it it feels solely driven to make money i mean i mean I, which is fine look you're a company i get it but i get where the balance is tipped is that the value exchange isn't there anymore you don't feel yeah. that you're getting the value for the spend it, it feels a little bit too much take and not quite enough give back is that's how Agreed. it feels um and i'm yeah and i think it's really i think it's really disappointing i'd have been in for the full however long pack pack wars lasted with a with a little bit of spend regularly each week because i know that if i get in the top 100 i'd get a card now they've tiered that so that there's a different card if you get one to ten there's a different character if you get places 11 to 35 and there's a different character if you get places 36 to 100 so there's three different ones each week then so, they're numbered um so I think the the like the second one, the eleven to thirty-five. I think there's, there's like twenty-five of those or something like that. So you get how they chunk that up. Mm-hmm. But then um, when you're um, when you're playing, I mean, I I had a decent number of wins that first week, relatively, you know. Um, and last time that would have that would put me in top twenty, top thirty. This time I think I was like hundred and fifty or something like that. So I didn't Whoa. top one. Um, and it's absolutely crazy. Um, I mean, hats off to them. You know, they've put the plates in there, which is great. But I'm kind of uh, – two plates have come out so far for Black Cat, one of the base card and one of the um, the variant um, of the base card because they've got yeah. separate plates this time around, um, neither of, <laughs> of which I've managed to actually – um Jesus. acquire as yet. Um even though I've I have opened comms with the both both the people who and in fact one of them actually did um 
uh, did decline my advances. Um, so yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll get. Them. Anyway, I just it just doesn't feel like. I mean, the odds are so stacked against you. That's how it feels this year, and it's quite expensive. No, nah, it feels it feels cheap, man. It feels like let's be honest, right? It just it just feels yeah. cheap. It feels like not cool. So I'm, it feels like a slap in the face for these two things. I'm really struggling to find on this list of inserts where the <laughs> where the one where the EPAC uh, win is. I'm scrolling down the longest list of achievements since Marvel Endgame, longest list of inserts rather, um, <laughs> and I simply can't find it. Here we go. So yeah, so those leaderboard ones, you know, where I said you get like certain number of cards, one to ten, and then eleven. Yeah, they're called gold, silver, and bronze. So I get that. that you know, that's fun. You know, it's a fun little thing. That's um, a fun little thing. I'm going to share my screen with you. Um, very quickly. Please do. That's that's just the kind of man that I am. I like just, to share. You're just you're very you're sharing. I am. Just a I'm sharing a kind of guy. So if you look here, I'll just open up. This is Captain America one, and that's what you get when you combine five of those Vixer cards. You get a physical one that looks like that. <sighs> so it's the character with just pack walls behind. Um, so not cool, man. It's, I mean, it's okay. It's fine. Um, mm. I think the thing, and we've not we've not really done one actually. So I'll quickly I'll I'll do a mini review of Marvel Annual 1920. Um, because I, Marvel Annual, as a firm favourite of mine, I think Marvel Annual 2018-19 was gorgeous. I mean, it was simply gorgeous. The base cards had that wonderful foiling around the edge. Um, right. And that worked across all the colour parallels, and it just felt like a quality card, even for yeah. a lower-end product. The base cards in Marvel Annual 1920 are, just don't have any foiling on at all, and they are horrendously miscut. I mean, that came out oh. probably September time. Uh, I've seen so some I, pictures of yeah, this. Yeah, and the QA on that set. I mean, I'm, I'm amazed it went out the door, to be honest with you. Um, I think the um, – and I think the variant – um, they they did the variant parallels, which aren't really different enough to merit going after. What you get with the variant parallels is just the image of the comic behind the character is just uh, different, um, and it's got tier it's got variant tier one or tier two or tier three written in the bottom corner of the card. But the the, the annoying thing with it, like with Marvel um, Ages, is that there's no rhyme or reason to where those tiers fall. Mm-hmm. So I very quickly was like, and apparently the tier three and tier four ones are uh, you know, less frequent as a pull um, in terms of the pack. Uh, but when you when you look at them, I'm just I'm just going to pull up a, a variant one here if I can find it. See what I mean about this list? Look at all these inserts on EPAC. It's just a dizzying array of, of inserts in this set. Um, you know, just because you have like variant, tons of inserts and variants and all this other stuff doesn't make the set more interesting. It makes the it set more, it more satisfying. I think that's the challenge. You know, you make, right? Let me show you the Captain America. It's the variant. Um, this was available in physical and and so just it's card number two. It just happens to be variant tier four. Wait, are you serious? It's the same image, just says variant tier four. Yeah, but it's got a different background behind it. That's oh come on, guys! What, what is this, that's man? Um, like so that's I, not. <laughs> anyway, I get that it's um, I get that it's a lower value product. I get that it's absolutely fine, and I get you've got to budget out the set so that you know you can't you you can't raise that pack price up. But one good thing about Marvel Annual, and I will here's some I have here. I'll shop sharing screen in a moment so I can show you them in hand. Um, the rest of the set was fortunately very satisfying. 
because <clears throat> they saved all that money they didn't spend on the base cards. And believe me, it doesn't feel like they spent an awful lot on the base cards. They saved it for the inserts. So um, I know you may have seen these, but I just want to show you them on my little rinky-dink webcam here. So one of the one of the insert sets is called Humble Beginnings. Yeah, I remember seeing that. And these. it's actually really cool. It's a really good look, look at the gloss. It's got nice foil on it. So the inserts, mm-hmm. and this is a new one from Arvlander. This was this was done, you know, this this year. Um and yeah, really cool, really, really cool little little insert set. And you know, it's got kind of got an image of the first appearance and the latest appearance. Then you've got these com mix ones, and these are really cool. I like them a lot. Um let me pull out a good one. Who do you, who do you want? Do you want do you want Spidey? Do you want this? Let's see Spidey. Spidey. I wanted to see the Spidey Let's one. Let's see Spidey. In fact, there's loads of different ones. Uh, this is a good one, right? And this is Foilerama. I mean, this is a really good insert. Oh, see, so yeah, that looks great. You see what I mean? It's got what it's got. It's got, um, it's got kind of main regular Marvel Universe six one six or whatever it's called. And look at the, you can mm-hmm. see it reflecting that. I mean, it's all very nice. Um, and then the one next to it is a Spider-Man from a different, that's Earth 928. In this case, it happens to be Spidey 2099, Miguel Ahara. Nice. Um, and it's just, it's just a really cool idea. Com mix. See what they did there? That's good. Yeah. So that's nice. Um, and then these I really like because you know how much I'm a sucker for first issue, um, for covers even. It's called Number One Spot. And again, foiling a go-go and it's oh, wow. just the number ones and of course marvel relaunch titles every five minutes so number ones aren't just cat man um and that's the one of black cat but there's loads in here there's immortal hulk there's morbius captain marvel ghost spider um it's just really nice um a foil of that first issue that you know, i think it looks series. great i think it's great so that's the thing i think the base set i think i think they um they didn't pull that off at all um but the inserts are really cool um i dig them and then of course as we've talked about before the creator corner autos and these i really i mean look yeah i remember those they're marvelous very cool so that's the thing that's where the money's gone in the set they're nice and i finally picked up there's there was a tenth one so my nine my nine page creator corners <laughs> is 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 um, there's a tenth, um, which is slightly frustrating because it means that I'll have a tenth card, which was an EPAC exclusive of Donny Cates. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So let me. Oh. You know what? Let's share screen again because sharing is caring, boy. Sharing, sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Um, let me show you the Donny Cates one, um, which was. Please. An EPAC exclusive. I can't remember what you needed to do. Um, How limited is it? Money. Well, it's not. I think when you got to a certain level, you could choose either a sketch achievement or Donny Cates one. And of course, everyone went for the sketch. Uh, the Donny Cates ones. I think you had to spend a fair bit to get them. Uh, to be fair, um, now what they call they call creators. Here we go. Creators corner Donny Cates, and here it comes. And so there's only 28 visible on EPAC. So there you go. It's Donny Cates, oh. who's hot, hot of the moment, you know, Marvel creator, you know, he's been on. Interesting. Uh, I think they've just announced him for Hulk this week because um, he relaunched Thor the other year. Um, he's been on loads of stuff. People dig him. Didn't he do Surfer? 
Uh, yeah, I think he did do surfer. Yeah. Um, That's why yeah, I'm interested. For you were sure. hoping that that would have surfer on there, weren't you? <laughs> well, I um, knew it wouldn't because he's still banned. But like, I do like the idea of getting a Don 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 Kate uh, Don well, Cates. That's the thing. Cheapest chips on Comsey. I picked up one on Comsey for thirteen bucks. Really? Yeah. Which is the equivalent price of, in fact, that's less than two packs of Marvel Annual would have cost me on pack. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, guess who's going so to go. Comsey right now to yeah. find one. So, uh, but that's that, those creator corner autos are worth picking up. I mean, I'm, you know, I know you're, you know, everyone's saying, oh, yeah, what, what should I be picking up? You know, on the on the kind of speculation side of things, I'm always going to say, creator autos always. Gonna I think they're nice. Um, I think they're really good. But yeah, pick pick one up, mate. Pick are they up. hard numbered? No, 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 none of them are. But that's kind of cool, though. Regardless. Yeah, yeah look at that Jeep. I'm gonna pick one up right now. Yeah. Grab it, grab it, baby. I'm, I'm going. I'm you going, baby. Until 2024. So, um, but but grab it. Um, but I wanted to um, segue very clumsily because that's the kind of man that I am. While you're buying something. Thank you. I want to segue into the fact that very, very quietly, and I, I didn't even see this happen, but very, very quietly, they announced Marvel Annual 2021. Oh, really? <laughs> That's hilarious. Missed it. Um, I, I, I just happened to see it when I was Googling something for, for images um, for use on, on the group. And um, so I grabbed the sales sheet. Here it is. So I just wanted to quickly talk about it now. There's kind of a mini previewette. Perfect. Um, I bought so it, go. by the way. Marvel. Done. You bought it. How much did you get it for? Uh, 14. 14. Well, there we go. Uh, to be fair, it was up 14 and something when I went on there, but I only had, I think I had ComC credit of 13.10 or something like that. So I put a cheeky offer in for all my ComC. I, I should have done the offer, but I just, I hmm. just get it. Seriously, just yeah. I was like, ah, once I mean, this for fourteen bucks, man, I'm happy to do that. Once this episode drops, that's it. Yeah, because that's really crazy. That's that's really that's a great a great auto. It is a nice, auto, I think, and it's you know, I mean, it's sticker, but still, it's an auto. Donny Cates auto. It's, I mean, you the know, first one. It's the first, first one for Donny Cates, card. and I think he's phenomenal. So mm. he's not going anywhere. In fact, a lot of the a lot of the creator corner autos is the first time that those Marvel creators, because it's a mixture of writers and artists, um, have signed on any trading cards. So if you want to think of it like the rookie card for that creator in trading cards, mm-hmm. then I guess that's one way to think about it. I I'm think that's sure the way to go. Could, I'm not sure what else you could put from a Marvel creator in a card to make it more personal, unless you get locks of hair or DNA or things like that or things <laughs> Um, I think a pen is the way to go. That's a great idea. Or something from the creation. Yeah, something from the creation of their work. Right. Like, you know, like a corner page or something fun. Yeah, it's not like you get typewriter ribbon anymore because they will be on Ah, No. Maybe a key from their old computer. (laughs) That's quite a cool idea, actually. I like the the idea of that. You'll be giving them ideas. Um, So, see, with one hand we take, with the other we give. Um, See that? (laughs) So Marvel Annual 2021. Um, so <laughs> almost as, as soon as the last one's finished, because it has sold out on APAC regardless of my... Well, oh, has it really? It's, well, the release of it just as buying on its own sold out and everyone thought, mm-hmm. well, what's happened to Pack Wars? And I was like, they'll have held stuff back for Pack Wars because, you know, Pack Wars is a, right, of course. Is a 
you know, a cash machine for them. And of course, mm-hmm. lo and behold, pack wars. Um, so anyway, so uh, as soon as the last one's done, Marvel Annual 2021 is is uh, it appears to be there. Um, I think it's probably coming out early fall, early autumn, as you guys um, say, fall. Um, I think it came out September last year, so that's about right. Um, explore a momentous year in comics. I've got no idea what's happening in comics at the moment, Nori. I absolutely have no idea what's happening with what? In comics, just generally. I mean, that's, I don't yeah. buy any modern books anymore. I just can't, you know, can't do it. Yeah. Um, so, shall we scroll down and see what's in it? So, so we've got... Let's do it. It, it looks pretty similar. I, w- I will say it's virtually identical. Look, we've got the base card. Then right. they're doing uh, all four tiers of the variant cover base set. 100 card. So pretty similar. Um, yeah, and I I imagine I'll probably I'll probably won't touch the variant cover one myself, especially if they seed it and have it as random numbering all over the place. Um yeah. But there's also that one thing they are doing which I didn't show you because I don't have it in hand. They're doing this hologram version of the base set which was limited to 20. I did see the holograms. Yeah. I thought they were really nice. Yeah, I did pull. I pulled one of uh, Armor, the X Men character, when I got my physical boxes, um, and um, but I finally managed to get. I did manage to get the Black Cat one when it hit Epax, and I got the. I got the Alpha. I got one of twenty. That's amazing. So I'm, I'm pretty chuffed with that. But of course, it's still no kidding. It's still in Epax. Um, but yeah, again, they're doing the hologram. Uh, and they'll be then we hard numbered limited. Um, so I my my take on that is if there's a character you're after, grab it up as soon as you can. Right, because there's only twenty. You know, I mean, I I I would, and I like those holograms too. I think they did a good yeah. job on them. Yeah, they 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 look really good in hand actually. Um, so that's that's what I mean. That's that's what I'm saying. It's a real shame that the base set doesn't have foiling on it because that really made 2018 19 feel special. Yeah, but you can tell they've shifted the the investment in the set to the the limited um, aspects of the set, which okay, that's fine. You know, just makes those even more special. So you've got you've got a pretty similar thing uh, with the chase set. You've got the humble beginnings is back again. Right, one spot is back again. Um, oh, cool! Different um, formula. There's a couple of new things in here. You've got um, annual impact. Which is a new hmm. insert, uh, which looks pretty cool. I imagine that'll be foiled up to the nines. You've got Spider Woman there and Black Panther on the example. Yeah, that is really cool. Um, and then they've previously done Rookie Heroes. This year it's called Star Rookies, um, which I imagine will be foiled up. I mean, they got the main villain from the Donnie Cates, the call, so that's pretty cool. No, who is? I've got no idea who no. that character is. Yes, he's so he's basically yeah. the king of symbiotes. Oh, is he? Type of thing. So he's the head of the planet type of thing, and he's going to conquer Earth or whatever. So oh, that's wow. what, that's where they're at right now. That's oh, why you have so many people getting feminized and all that right, kind of stuff. Right, okay. I had no idea who he is. So when they're saying King in Black, I'm like, meh, I've no, no idea who that is. Mm-hmm. So, so he's like the main, <laughs> main guy, main squeeze. Tell me <laughs> what <laughs> WCF was going on with that storyline, because I didn't know. If I'd known that was the hook... I might have been more interested, but hey. Um, wow, I'm in a grouchy mood today. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's on no. the next page? So the Splash Ticular Lenticular cards return. Uh, they were puzzles 
in very cool uh marvel annual uh, 1920 that looks like it could be a single card i don't know i don't know who knows um that's cool oh no they're puzzles in marvel ages apologies in marvel ages they're puzzles in marvel annual they are single cards they look cool yeah um and then pack hits, you've got the pack hits there, you've got the box hits. Um, so pack hits is one variant base card and one premium insert. So they call them premium inserts, and you can tell that, you know, again, that's where the money went. So uh, they are very satisfying, those inserts. Um, and a box hit, on average, you've got one splash ticular, regular SP or SSP. Um, so what else is going to be in there? You've got Creator's Corner again. Look at that. Ew. So there we go, Creators Corner. You've got two here. Um, I don't know these creators, actually. Um, you've got one guy called uh, – the examples they're showing. There's three of them, actually. One of them I've heard of. Um, Jim Zub. Never heard of that young man. Um, you've got Benjamin Percy. Not heard of him. He's a writer on X-Force, apparently. And then you've got Teeny Howard, who I have heard of. Um, interestingly, no, on the example they're showing, there's no picture of that creator. So I'm yeah, I guess shy. some of them allow for the rights of their picture, and some of them don't. Yeah, well, either they're shy or they didn't source it yet. Because remember, this this is just a pre- preview. So um, I think it says at the bottom something like that: um, product depicted for demonstration purposes only and is subject to change without further notice. So you never know; there could be an Ian Taylor creators corner in there pop up. Oh, there you go, creators <laughs> corner. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Um, um, inner hits. So the inner, well, it's that half case. So every half case, you get either uh, you get four cards from the following. Hologram parallel, sparkling foil board parallel. So this is a new parallel that they've not talked about anywhere on this PDF. Mm. There's a sparkling foil board parallel. So that could be interesting. I don't know if that's going to be hard numbered like the hologram or if it's a different type. I don't know. So, uh, one of one printing plate. So they were in the physical last time for Marvel Annual, but they were only for the... I mean, there are very few of them popped up, actually. Um, there's a sketch card in every half case and also a battle booklet sketch card and a creator's corner autograph. So hmm. that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. And that there endeth the PDF. There endeth the PDF. There we go. I love it. So, you know, I'll try and do it physical again like I did with Marvel Annual 1920. Right. Just get set and tuck it up and... Bob's your Very uncle, cool, though. Your aunt. Yeah, it looks cool. It looks cool. It's, there's elements of that set that really, really sing. Um, it's just a shame the base cards are so f- flat compared to annual 1920. Um, yeah. But uh, which is a glorious set. It's glorious, glorious. Um, what's next, Norin? What's next? What's next? Marvel Metal has been pushed back. Uh, the X Men Metal ah, Universe. Damn it! Really? Um, yeah, I think it, uh, the latest I saw. Uh, this is all just like on the scuttlebutt, but there's no official release date. But I think it's looking like it could be July, August, September kind of window now. So, um, but every time, of course, um, David Adams list it, they sell out, and then the next time they list it, they put the price up, and then they keep doing the same thing. So I think. What started at 150 a box is now up to maybe 250, 350 <laughs> mark every time they redo it. And it's this, I, I tell you, one thing that just, yes, yes, there's been a boom and everyone's going mad for cards. I think we're probably on the downward slope of the back end of it now, maybe a little bit. 
judging by what I'm seeing online, although Target and Walmart suspended their sales, so maybe maybe I'm wrong. But it certainly feels less frenetic out there, less FOMO is what I'm, yeah, what I'm feeling. That's that's what I'm hearing as well. Um, you know, I think I think a lot of people are yeah. It, it Sorry, I take like a little bit of a break. Yeah, it feels like the greed. Sorry, is hold on. All right, you carry on. You carry on, dear. I'm just going to carry on. I'm going to carry on talking because, you know, it's a podcast. I've got some great hits. I'm going to show Noreen in a minute. I said hits, people, hits. Um, so, Sorry, buddy, I'm back. Minds. You're back, are you? I'm just chatting I'm back. to myself. I'm back. Um, I, what, I, what, what feels to me is that everyone's gone, it's going mad out there. I want a piece of that. If I can earn more money, I can. It just feels like we've tipped slightly into greed mode um, a little bit. Um, and I know some people have, have deep pockets and earn big bucks and can afford to spend it, but a lot of collectors don't. Um, so, yeah, it's weird out there at the moment. It's kind of polarized on on both the res- you know, both the primary and the kind of secondary resale. Uh, market. I feel like maybe what's also happening is that people are starting to realize that people who got into Marvel and put all their chips into MU90 stuff didn't quite understand the hobby. And I think everyone was trying to apply sports mythology and Pokemon mythology. <laughs> you know what I mean? And not mythology, yeah. but you know, those strategies into Marvel cards. And I think people quickly realize that art cards, comic art cards just don't work that way. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of things people are trying to figure out now before they proceed forward in terms of their collecting goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, for some people it's, you know, not the greed. It's more like, well, I want to collect the thing that, you know, I can, I can invest in, enjoy in and not, lose all my money you know what i mean like you know like when we talk about like marvel ages or annual and you look at those base cards right you can buy a box for 125 and the base cards on comp c and ebay are eventually going to be like 50 cents right or 25 cents to make a set which is totally fine but then again you know it's not a great incentive to go back to the box and pour a bunch of money in the box, especially with like, at least the experience I've just had opening a Marvel ages box, you know, where like what came out of the box, not necessarily a dollar amount. It was more of a like, well, okay. So I participated in this thing and now I'm stuck with this thing where I do like it, but now to proceed forward, I have to throw more money into it just to have a complete set. And I think that becomes a little more problematic. And I think it comes from like, not necessarily the lack of hits. Cause I think Marvel ages has tons of really cool cards. Like I bought into it. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. You know, like I really dig the lighthouse ones. I dig the flavorful ones and I dig the word cloud and I dig the decade. Like, I think those are really cool inserts. I really do. Yeah, they're great ideas. And I think they're bad. They look awesome, man. They look good in person. They really do. That's what happened. Went to a card show. I bought some in person. I I got a good deal on them. And I was like, you know, what, man, these are nice. These are way nice. I I could see myself having a little binder of all the decade cards and kind of excited. And, you know, just to get the experience of the box, just to see what I know about Marvel cards and then get what I get out of the box. It's like I can't even trade into completing these sets. And that's usually the benefit that I tell people of EPAC, right? Is that, you know, if you buy cards physically, you know, you have to come to the group and you have to meet people and get lucky. Right. With EPAC, you can kind of most of the time 
trade your way into something you actually wanted, which is what I like about it, which is why I don't argue about the price point. Cause I'm like, well, I'm using the facility to trade, right? It's like going to an arcade and I'm hanging out quarter, 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 quarter. You know what I mean? Like I get it. It's, it's the space, right? And that makes sense to me. Yeah, but no, get it completely. You know what I mean? It was just, it was, it was an unfortunate, an unfortunate thing. And, and hopefully that's not, hopefully that correlation and that kind of thing can be fixed because I think the other thing people have to know is that the Marvel hobby is still small. It's not like the card boom blew up and we got like an influx of like 3000 members. We got an influx of members for sure, but it wasn't like members that were, it wasn't everyone came over to the, to the playground. You know what I mean? Everyone came over the playground a lot of people left and the people who stuck by were like, well, I kind of dig this. I want to hang out. I want to do this. You know what I mean? And and it's, it's fun. You know, I'm glad they're here and we're having a great time, but yeah, you know, the hobby's still small, man. And a lot of people are still trying to figure out what cards are at the top, what cards are in the middle, what cards are on the bottom. Like everyone's trying to figure out what's their level of play. You know what I mean? I have this amount of money. This is the way I collect. I want to be here. Right. That's right. Yeah. Unless you know this game well, you don't know where to go. Exactly. And I think that's always been a little bit of a problem with Marvel cards is that you just don't know where to participate. Like we've tried on this show to talk people like, you know, masterpieces, especially after 2016, that's the level. You know what I mean? That's the one. If you want to high, you want to, participate at a different level you have the money and that's how you want to play that's the game you know if you want to go on the left side but have a lot of good meat to it you go to flare ultra yes you know what i mean and then if you want to go a little lower where you really just building a massive set because you want to have fun with the design and the cards you go annual you go ages you know what i mean you want to be surprised and still have fun but not you know participate on that massive level you have your shot there and unless you're in the game you just don't know. It's not, it's not very apparent if that That's makes right. sense. That's right. No, it makes complete sense. And what, what I find interesting is going back to your feeling of after you um, open that Marvel ages box, we, we talk a lot in, in, in my work for, for a marketing and branding agency is how brands talk to consumers. And there's, there's the, the, um, the theory of a value exchange. So if you're going to interact with a brand, we often talk about it in terms of, uh, for my work, we often talk about it in terms of data. So if you're going to share your data as a consumer with a brand, you want to feel like they're giving you something back. And a lot of, you know, a lot of consumers, especially with tied to data protection laws in Europe, um, I think California's got some pretty strict ones as well. Um, If, you know, a, a consumer will quite happily tell you a lot more about them if they feel they're getting something back from you, be it a more personalized service, be it um, more surprise and delight moments or some sort of um, some sort of loyalty um, scheme of some kind. Um, so you've got that value exchange there. I, I think it's missing at the moment. I think it's tipped slightly too much in that you open that box and regardless of the worth of the cards you got out there, you don't feel that you maybe got the value from it. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, that's that's certainly how I feel about pack walls, um, and it's definitely how I feel about. Well, I thought Marvel anime was was 
really high priced on APAC, given that most of the cards were digital. I mean, it was it was well over. I can't remember. That was rough. Yeah. No, it might even have been nearly twenty dollars for a pack. Yeah. Most of them were digital. Um. Yes, it sold out. So you know, you could, from a point of view of of someone who makes the cards, say, okay, well, if it sells out that quickly, you left money on the table. So maybe you could have priced it higher. But where does that end? Where does that end? Where do you? You're just going to burn your collectors. Like yeah. you're burning us. Like, I mean, that's, that's what's happening. Like when you have that much digital look, man, it's not a coincidence where, you know, I get asked multiple times throughout the week or every couple of days. Okay. What's EPAC? Is it all physical? Is it all digital? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling people, you know, don't, it's actually partly physical. And I'm like, you know, and I do believe in EPAC. I think there's some really great things and I think it's a great space, mm-hmm. but Man, you're burning people when you have a pack and majority is digital and the one or two base cards are on there, you're going to get for 50 cents in a month. Like that's a joke. I'm sorry, but that's not cool. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, that's not what people want to experience. And it's one thing to have like physical cards being opened up digitally, especially for Marvel collectors who can't find cards to open up physically. That's the best thing about EPAC is that we have that space finally in our home where we can do this. But then at the time we're like, mm. it's like we're getting a bunch of circulars or ads with our packs. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean, yes. they're not, they're not real. So, so that's the thing. And I, I think, I think that therein, I think there's two, there's two dangerous things with EPACs about moment uh, at the moment is the one, the weight of digital product is becoming too much because the USP was always about opening physical cards online. You know, I think the second part, which they badly need to fix, which is possibly slightly out of their control, is the COMSI fulfilling that service for housing that and then also for shipping them. And whilst that's as bad as it is, and let's make no bones about it, it's possibly the worst experience from a consumer point of view of almost anything I see people talking about online in the last six months is Comsi and how they provide their service. And and yet they're all merry, merry, happy, happy on their social media Comsi. And they make no mention of the fact that the building behind them is, is seemingly on fire because of how bad they are actually getting the cards out and how much more money they're charging for doing it. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm anyway. Can I show you some cool stuff? Let me do my artist intro. <laughs> Let's do the artist intro. Let's I'm, do the artist intro. I'm just going to rant otherwise. Um, <laughs> um, I'm just going to rant. Um, I'm, let's do the artist intro. <laughs> no idea what I'm doing anymore. Um, I need a drink. So let me show you our artist intro this week. I'm going to attempt to pronounce your name, sir. Apologies if I muck it up. Um, Jason Saudiano. I think is your proper pronunciation based on your intro. Forgive me if I muffed that. Um, Jason, thank you very much for doing that intro. Um, Jason's thank a you, brother. new name to me. I have a feeling he's been active an awful lot longer than, than we realize. Um, his Instagram is, uh, strangely enough, I'm looking at this and I can't see. There we go. It's at J Saldiano or Saldigiano, um, which is J-S-A-L-D-A-J-E-N-O. I'll put that in the <laughs> tasting notes. And obviously I'll tag you on our Instagram posts. Um, there's a guy in group who properly goes after his, his cards. I can't think of it. might be Andrew Servi really collects his cards and goes after his Marvel masterpieces, 2021. Um, 
and you can kind of see why. Um, mm-hmm. But it looks like he's done some battle booklet action here in Marvel mm-hmm. Annual. Um, and you look through his Instagram, um, and it's really cool stuff. Can you see this? Okay. I really love his stuff, actually. I was looking at it earlier when you mentioned to me that he sent a uh, thing earlier. I'm just really impressed, you know? I mean, looking at the art style and looking at the faces and the anatomy, like everything's really on point. Mm. I'm, 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 I'm actually really interested in, in what he's doing there. It's so vibrant. Look at the way he's done. The way he's done Spidey is, is just perfect rendition of how the feet mm-hmm. move and how the perspective cool. works. Uh, I mean, look at Venom's face, man. Like, I mean, you've seen Venom a lot, right? But mm-hmm. that look at the cross hatching. I mean, that's really great for a sketch. I mean, you can't. Right. That's a great little. That's a great piece, man. In my what opinion. I, what I really love is when artists, um, either in the post or on the hashtag, say the medium they've used for the card. So he's got watercolors and markers here so he's done kind of a a combo oh nice um which explains the the kind of background the way that it's you can see that's a watercolor the Uh, translucence yeah um we're we're looking at spidey versus sorry uh we're looking at spider-man versus venom battle booklet on jason's instagram feed uh folks so do feel free to pop over there and, and take a look for yourself um He's also got some really great cards here from the new Perna Studios release. Um, oh man, so true. good! Um, and this looks like a it looks like a Doctor Voodoo kind of vibe going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's very much your wheelhouse, isn't it? You like, yeah? Oh, I love all that supernatural oh, stuff. Yeah, I'm all about it. That looks I mean, cool. I love Perna Studios and the stuff they're doing. Yeah, just yeah. so cool. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I couldn't go in for this new release because I just didn't quite have the cash. And then, no, um, I'm, I'm like, behold, it, it went and it sold out. And then I've just, thought, of course, I've got a bit caught. <laughs> Same. Never mind. Never mind. Um, I'm, I'm going to scroll down a bit because there's one here that that blew my mind when I looked at it. I don't know if Jason worked on these sets or if he's got some blanks from the older sets, but there's a Woman of Marvel oversized AP from Rittenhouse there. Oh, yeah, no, this is 2015 on there, So, which is still after Woman of Marvel came out, but there's a brilliant Rogue. God, that looks good. That is so good. He's got in the hashtag Art Nouveau, and that's brilliant. He's got this kind of flowery kind of border to it's a beautiful piece i mean it's it's really nice look at the hair look at the depth of of i mean it's just that's amazing Uh, i love it 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 um i'm going to scroll down and gush over one more that that really appealed to me um just because of how busy it was and the the perspective Um, we'll come back to that one he worked on dc comics uh bombshells too yeah um, and he did great there too. It's Marvel Universe artist proof. Right. I just want you to look at the perspective. So what we're seeing here is a killer versus a lizard on a Marvel Universe Rittenhouse archives oversized artist proof. And mm-hmm. it's from the it's from the above looking down. What I love about it is the falling debris that's falling away from you from mm-hmm. your point of view, looking down. Um, the people underneath who are com- seem completely oblivious. Innocent bystanders, um, yeah. Yeah, and I just think, if you look at the detail in it, though, because these, even though they're oversized, it's still a small card. You know? Oh, it's very small. It's the artist proof, but it's still um, like, what, five by seven, whatever it is? Or- this could be a cover. This could be a cover oh, of an actual yeah. Spider-Man comic. 100%. Oh, it's great. Well, do you see where he put his signature? I love it. Oh, it's on the brick. <laughs> it's on the it's, it's on the a, debris. It's on the debris. Yeah. yeah. Cool. 
That is really cool. I love it when artists do that. Um, I love that. It really Look at the webbing, me. though. I mean, all yeah. that's killer. Just killer, killer. It reminds me of the kind of detailed depth and color that you get in a Tony Perna or Martin. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it reminds me of E-Man or E-Name or yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes. I, I think this is way more defined and has, like, you know, better pockets of ink and stuff like that in terms of time that he spent on that. But beautiful piece. <laughs> Look at this. Now, this is a Perna Studios one. They said digital mm. art in it. So this is a digital art piece. So that's probably a base card that he did. Yeah, wow. it is. Jack the Giant Slayer from Classic Fairy Tales 2, which means I probably oh. have my card here. Um, that's, that's great. Bonkers. I love it. I love it. I love it. Right. Can I just have a little moan? Not about you, Jason, but I'm finding a lot at the moment when I post on Instagram, I get bot, po- I get bot comments. On not butt comments, but bot comments. Promote it on, and it'll tag something. Do you get? Oh, interesting. I get them every time uh, I post on the um uh, on our podcast feed. I get a couple of them, and I straight away I block the thing it's tagging to promote, and I block the source thing, and I report. Them. I have gotten that. Yes, yeah, I've gotten that it's once a or twice. Real problem at the moment on Instagram, and I've noticed it on other creators and 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 podcasters' posts mm-hmm. as well. And well, it's then, owned by Facebook, and it's going to yeah. be gross like that. But they're instant, which means they're definitely mm-hmm. an automated bot thing. It's, oh, for sure. Yeah, but it really clutters the place up, and it just makes it a bit... Yeah, anyway. um, Jason, I love your work, sir. Thank you for doing the intro. Um, yeah, he's not Great got a massive stuff, amount man. on his Instagram feed so far, but uh, 19 posts, but 19 posts of absolute gorgeousness. So mm-hmm. uh, throw him a follow, throw him a commission. Absolutely worth it. Um can I show you what I've, I've re- you've shown me some acquisitions, haven't you, sir? Can I show you some of mine? Oh, obviously. <laughs> right. I'm going to keep sharing my screen, show you first. So first of all, I have managed to acquire in EPAC um, the Decades 1970s Black Cat. Oh, good. So that's okay. my Black Cat PC, although I don't physically have it here i think it's a beautiful card man yeah joke so you've got one in hand which is uh, which is one better than me but i know how good that will look when i get it so um i'm also going to try and build the decade set so i now have to acquire another one but <laughs> i'll get there um and then the other one i got um finally i got fresnel uh, epac um Pronounced. So that now. is beautiful image from the epac no, i can't wait to get that one and it's translucent too that's yeah. going to be so cool yeah well, I've got the, I've got a, I've got one in hand. I've got a black bolt. In oh, hand, that's right, uh, that's right. From from my Marvel Ages um, flurry. But the big one that arrived, and I know this has been in group, and you knew it was coming. It was you remember Marvel anime on yeah um, EPAC. The oh yeah, baby. Were in plate sets of four. Oh yeah, and they were achievements. So if you got a certain achievement, you would get five plate sets of all four for five different characters. Okay, from the base set. Um, and someone popped the Black Cat one. We did a little deal, and he had it mailed from his Com C to my home address. Um, and this was done at the end of February, and it arrived this week. So what Noren is looking at on the screen is my nine page of Marvel anime Black Cat. And these are all physical in hand. And we have all four plates. So that is a full master rainbow from Marvel Anime of card number 69, Black Cat. So I'll, I'll walk you through it now. And you can see my mouse, my pointer. Yep, you're nodding. Can you hear me? 
you have muted yourself. <laughs> yep, I do like an idiot again. There we go. <laughs> so that's the base card. Then you've right. got, uh, I think that's cyan plate. Then that's mm-hmm. the EPAC parallel. And all that's different wow. about that is the color here and here. And I think the foil is a different color as well. Um, then you've got the, I think that's the magenta. Then you've got the, in the center, I've got the autograph. Genius. Hard numbered. Then that's yellow, I think, that one. Um, and then you have the uh, hyper mosaic four parallel. Then you have the black printing plate, and then you have the mega moon. Wow. Nine cards. Isn't that brilliant? That's great. All five it looks awesome. Five variants and four plates. It looks really good. That's the perfect nine page, and that is that is done. That is in my... Killed case. it. Uh, it was why I'm showing you on screen because because I've sleeved the plates so they don't photograph very well because they're sleeved inside the nine. Oh, they're sleeved. Page. Um, so, but they look great, man. So so I took this photo of everything naked on a white background. So I've got as <laughs> a show off. So that'll be on the tasting notes, folks. And I was I, I did a live opening on the group. Um, wow. I don't know if you saw, and I was so I was so giddy with excitement. No, I didn't actually. Damn, I keep missing all this oh, stuff. Oh man, well you know, you were, you got to send me a link or something. Were, I don't know. Like you were working, you were doing stuff. Oh, that's right. Oh god, yeah, I was about right. to say. I was like, Jesus, how did I miss that? that yeah, been yeah, cool. yeah. No, it's on the group. Have a look. I'll send you a link afterwards. Okay. Um, and I've got a couple it. in hand. Um, of, I've, I've been diving into the MCU autos, um, and I'm going back a little way now. Um, Iron Man two. So the difference between new sets and the earlier MCU sets, especially the earlier um, upper deck ones, is on the back mm-hmm. of the cards. Now they say um, this is a piece of uh, costume or material used in the production. Okay. But on the earlier ones, the memorabilia has been certified to having been worn in the movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So on screen um, relics. So what we have there is we have from Iron Man 2, Rhodey. Very cool. See that there? There we go. That looks pretty good. That's cool. That's nice. Yeah, that's great. And then the other one from Iron Man 2. I'll take this out of it. Rob it down to you. That looks so good. Look at that. In his racing suit. Very cool. That's nice. And that's... I like it when the image matches the yeah. relic. Like that matters a lot. They're just oh, lovely cool. relic cards. So this is one of the previous upper deck sets. Yeah, see, that was twenty ten. Crikey! Wow, Iron Man two was that long ago? I guess it was. It was. I mean, yeah, yeah man. That's <laughs> yeah. But I found a storage solution. Now these aren't that thick. Okay. Hmm. Then they would fit in a nine page, but most um, costume relic cards don't. Um, mm. So you could go top line, top loader binder, which a lot of people right. buy, or you could get these. Now, someone in America found something similar to this, and then I went on a UK group, and it's a photograph page. Mm-hmm. So six pockets, but it's punched, so it'll fit in the same 
binders as everything else. So I've got this from an eBay UK seller, but you can get them in the US. And it's because it's photographic supplies, uh, supplies mm-hmm. it is archival, as in you know, acid free and all that. It's made of the type of plastic that is ever so slightly cloudy, which I think is polyethylene rather than polypropylene, which is the really crystal clear stuff. Um, so, and I only bought, I bought 10 of them and it was like six quid, which is what, $8. So, and it was from Amazon. So I thought, you know what, I'll try them out. And I measured them and I thought, you know what, I'll give it a go. Oh, lo and behold. Wow. Spider-Man Homecoming Relics in top loaders mm-hmm. and they fit snug as anything. Look, that incoming. Oh, wow. They are really nice. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, wow. for the fi- and that, they're pretty decent thickness. Yeah. If I go up to the thickness of black diamond, unfortunately, they don't quite fit because <laughs> there's not enough give on the pocket for it to slide in. Um, I'll try again with this one. Just doesn't quite do it. Mm. Doesn't quite do it, unfortunately. So, but it's it's pretty cool so i'm going to i'm going to carry this wasn't this was a okay amount of money to spend to just test it out yeah 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 um so i think i'll probably use that for my relic cards that are up to this thickness but for the thickest ones the back diamond i'm going to see if there's there's a size that's just ever so slightly longer in the pocket that way right um but i'm i'm really pleased with that i think it looks great i mean it's making like, me rethink yeah cuz my third my third Silver case because I've got another one of those silver case is yes. is going to be for my MCU relics in these pockets. Oh, that's a cool idea. Yeah, I like that. Um, that's a so, good yeah. idea. So that's what's going to happen. But these, when I top load of them, will be able to slip nicely in here. I love that. There you go. That's my that's my latest thing I've been working on. It's actually really cool. And can I just throw a little shout out for? Have you you haven't had any of these in hand? Did you see any black diamonds yesterday? No, unfortunately. All right. Well, we're going to talk about black diamond on a future show. We're going to do a bit more of a, a talk about those. But look how nice these relics are. That's just I love the relics, shards, man. They look great. Cards. They're just incredible. What does it say on the back of the relic for the costume card? Is it just sourced from the thing? Uh, the exact wording is. Uh, congratulations. You have received a trading card with pieces of Marvel Studios Captain America Civil War memorabilia. The memorabilia has been certified to us as having been part of the production part of, of the production. Marvel Studios Captain America Civil War movie. Enjoy your memorabilia card, which sounds like a very carefully legally written piece of wording. Uh, <laughs> right. Definitely not on screen type of stuff. Well, it doesn't guarantee it. That's pretty cool. You know, so it could be from the same lot of, you know, I would hope that they've not found out exactly what material it was gone back six years later and ordered a ream of it from that manufacturer. I would hope that it's at least if it's material that was used when they made the costumes and it was still in the offcuts or spare costumes, even if it wasn't on screen. So I would imagine at the very least Mm -hmm. it's that. But you know what? It's cool. Regardless, I think it's really cool. Yeah, they look awesome. They look really awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they do look really awesome. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of you know episode ninety nine, baby. I love it. I love it. And we've got episode one hundred coming. And, you got a bunch uh, of good pickups. I yeah. think I have. What you got? 
I think I got one more thing to show you. Oh, show me, show me, show me. Because the stuff you okay. got from the show yesterday had me sitting up and begging. So, you know. So this <laughs> this I got. I really love that Marvel anime stuff, by the way. And I'm going to have to get into the costume relics because they're really cool looking. So You're very far away from the microwave. Uh, microwave? <laughs> oh, sorry, microwave. From the mic, sorry. Yeah, I love the anime stuff. I am thinking about getting a Black Diamond thing. I don't know where I want to participate in. I think I'm going to go Ant-Man and Wasp and Ant-Man. I don't know. Like, that's the movie I really like. It's really so. I might, I might do that. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do the stone relic, a diamond retro relic. I do want something, yeah. but I haven't decided yet. I picked this up. Um, I wasn't going to, but the person sent me an offer. So I picked it up. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So that is, you've got to send me a picture of that stat for the toasting notes. Done. Um, that is a Stan Lee. It's the Marvel. Um, what's it say? On the 1992. 1992 Marvel, um, the editor cards. That's it, yeah. And they were promo cards that were given out of cons. Um, and the Marvel creator or editor could sign them. So you turn it over, flip it over for me. It's got a caricature of the... Oh, it's signed! Oh, you monkey. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Where did you get that? It was on eBay. Oh. I was talking to the guy and I was like, man, it would be cool to get it. I don't know. Like he would have to come down significantly to grab it. And luckily, you know, he was trying to offload it quickly and I was like, okay, I'll just grab it. So I picked it up. Oh my goodness me. That's amazing. Those, I mean, those cards are cool. I mean, I, I'd be up really cool. a collection of those cards without the signatures. Um, well, what I didn't realize is that the purple on the front is actually foiled. Oh, is it? So the, it, oh, wow, it it's cool. like it's shiny yeah it's it like is. Okay. not like straight straight foiled but it's no, no, like no, no, no. it's shiny it's, it's cool to it, isn't it yeah yeah it's really it's nice like it's surprisingly nice and the stanley sig on the back is just like such a clean good stanley sig so That's when brilliant. i saw it i was like this you know usually these are in terrible shape but mm. you know there's some soft corners on here small edging it's fine. No crease, no nothing. It's not I mean, it's just a good piece. Nice. Where do you yeah. find this? You don't find this anymore. You just, well, you, so. you don't see them unsigned anymore, let alone signed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, the unsigned ones are, so the unsigned ones are more only, there's more of the unsigned ones only because they're like, there were stacks of them that people kept who worked at those tables. Mm. So, you know, and they've eventually found their way on eBay and stuff like that, you know, but the signed ones that were really clean because they've been handled. That, those are the ones that I find to be more difficult yeah. to find. Cause I was looking for this for like, just like a fun little side Stan Lee collection type of thing. Yeah, that's amazing. And isn't that cool? I thought that was really cool. It just came in late afternoon yesterday i haven't I haven't said any wow. word about it yet wow oh, <laughs> brilliant well by the time show you. by the time this episode drops i'm sure you'll have you'll have put it out oh yeah <laughs> on the, on the maybe i'll hold off yeah yeah, yeah. i am um, yeah because i've been i've been selling so i've trimmed down my um i've been starting to sell my nfl collection oh sure how's that good. going by uh, the way well, i did one i did a post on the uk nfl cart traders uk group and I shifted, I just did my relics. So my, they're not called relics, of course, in um, game-worn patches or whatever they're called, or pa patch cards. Um, and I shifted maybe half of them, mm. including one of the big ones, one of the Tom Brady um, ones, the other ones. Mm. Um, so I shifted maybe half of them um, so far. And then I've got a stack of like Patriots chase and base going back. 
maybe 10 years. I've got a whole binder full that I just need to work through. Wow. What I'll probably do is I'll just, I'll just do a post on the group and just what you can do in that group. What people often do is um, just I'll add them to the comments one by one and people just claim as they go. It's kind mm. of live. You can't, there's no sports card shop near you. I mean, I know there's no non-sport, they but there's no card the shop that, that at all at all. No, it doesn't exist in the UK. That's what I'm saying. So why is that, by the way? Because I've spoken to other people now over there, and I'm not quite sure. Like you have card collectors over there. Like there, yeah. there, there are people over yeah. there. It's not as well for for a start. It's it's not part of the culture as it is in America. Really? You know, yeah. And because of that, and the second the second thing is, it's not a legitimately sustainable business in the UK. Right. No, it's not like here either. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But at least you have yeah. card shops. I mean, I went to the one yeah. in Boston, uh, Kenmore Collectibles, um, and they had some mighty fine stuff. Of course, it's all sports because that's what they that's what they do. Right. And they're they're um uh, not not too far from Fenway Park. Um, and I went in there when I was last in Boston and I bought some Tom Brady cards and I was just nickel and diming it compared to the amount of money people do go in and drop, you know, some of the yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, six, 700 bucks a box, um, if not more. So, um, but you know, Titan Cards has been there for quite a few years that Ali works at, you know, yeah, it's, uh, uh, uh you know, small but sustainable business. So, you know, those card shops, they do exist and they do, you know, they do work. work. They're usually sports mainly focused. Um, whereas with um, uh, non-sports and Marvel cards, it tends to be comic shops that also stock those or sports card stops that also stock those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no you know designated I mean? non-sport um, place. But no, in the UK, there's, you know, it's just not a sustainable thing. You get, you get, you know, some small kind of coin collecting or stamp places, but they're few and far between. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a real shame. So, Such a pain. yeah. So, you know, I'd love to be, you know, whenever I remember when I, when I used to go to New York much more regularly, there's a place, there's a very small sports card store just off Wall Street at the bottom of the Manhattan Island and uh, went in there and they had some non-sports, but it was all like glass case baseball stuff primarily. Mm. Um, and um, Midtown Comics had some non-sport stuff on like Marvel or Midtown, right? Um great store that is um and there's a few other places Beautiful. i went to but every time it goes to New York, it's so fluid the places close down and some places like, yeah yeah so um so so yeah you just don't have them and it's a real no shame. you don't it's a real shame um and comic shops are you know they hang on by the skin of their teeth most of the time so yeah unfortunately yeah brick and mortar is um having a tough time these days <laughs> a tough time keep, especially when they keep closing things because of those pesky germs <laughs> germs that's what my daughter says she's five the way she relate to it is can we can i go on play dates can i go around to can i go around to uh leah rose's house when when the germs have gone she goes when the germs have gone oh it's like molly germs have gone. molly rose is adorable oh my god and her best friend at school is called leah rose i mean what are the odds <laughs> Are you serious? That's hilarious. Yeah. I've wow. been Yeah, Molly. Aw. Her best friend at school is Leah Hyphen Rose. And Rose was my mum's middle name, which is one of the reasons why she's got that name. That's beautiful. My mum's called Wendy Rose. That's a lovely name too. And my grandmother was Winifred Lavinia. So Wow, that's a really cool name. Winifred. Winifred. Yeah. 
That's hilarious. Yeah. Old, old English names. Old English names. Um, That's awesome. We should probably go and let people get back to their days because um, otherwise, <laughs> Sorry, I'm everybody. Like history. we were just uh, hanging out. Just hanging out. Oh, this is absolutely God. fine. Um, at some point soon, I haven't had a chance to work any more on my checklist this week because it was only a four day work week. So I want to do that Instagram we thing. We are going to do it. We are going to do it. I'm okay. Uh, it's quite, it's a beast of a spreadsheet. Did you see how? Oh, you don't have to have it done. The, the no, Instagram thought, thing's for no, us to do it together. Oh, I thought we, I thought we, I thought we did. No, man, I'm not done either, son. Oh, well, I thought. Uh, It'd be us hanging out. Okay, well, we'll do that. You've been doing loads of Instagram shizzle. Have you been hanging out with Dude, people? Instagram? People are just been like inviting me last spider, minute. Spider juice, spider juice, juice. Spidey juice, spider juice, spider. I don't know how to say it. I have to ask how him. How do you say his name? He's, is he in the group? Or is he just Instagram? He's in the group. He's in the group. He just, you know, he's just, he's, he's very quiet, you know, looking around, okay. figuring stuff out type of thing. But he had a channel previous to the cards and he was doing action figures and comic books. So he kind of comes from oh. that background. Oh, okay. And then he was like dabbling in cards here and there. And I think he stumbled onto something. I forgot what it was. Yeah, yeah. He he did. He he fell into the cards. Something happened. He had him when he was a kid, like all of us. And then he started getting heavy into it. And he found us. And he found my Instagram, and we just hit it off and started cool. chatting. He was like, "Dude, jump on with me and do something. Do you mind?" And I was like, "No, not at all." So, and then it happened again with Gingy Man, um, Gingy, who's just super sweet um we have to yeah he'd be a blast but he's he's a gem and he was just like dude if you want to just jump on let's jump on and it was super late for him (laughs) and i was like well okay why not um but yeah i just it's been it's been it's been a whirlwind of like people inviting me to do stuff and like like you've had it too you were on jiggy man stuff um you know it's just been a blast to be on instagram and do stuff yeah cool i love it i love it nice people it's very um it's it's a scene you know, there's different scenes where people create content. You know, you've got Instagram people doing there. You've got people do it on YouTube and then put it on Instagram or cross the streams with it. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, it's absolutely cray cray. The amount of um, content that's out there is dizzying to keep up with it. I mean, you know, I, I barely keep up with our own and yours, let alone <laughs> anyone else's. I really do too. Like, I watch every once in a while and I feel bad, but. Just it is Disney, and there is so I mean, summer's here right. though. It's great. There's so much out there, but um, it's a lot to keep up with at times. So, uh, so when people ask me if you checked out this, it's like because oh, I, 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 I just you know, there's only so many hours in the uh-huh. day. Send me a uh, link, I'll find a way. And I can't, you know, I can't watch it. I can't watch it in bed at night because you know I can't have headphones in, and you know, um, obviously the volume. I can't do that. I can't watch it with the wife of an evening. You know. Even if we get YouTube on the telly, can't do that. Um, yeah, because she'd be like, she'd be like, right, okay, here's the divorce. Page. Shoot me in the face now. Um, yeah, <laughs> too much actually. Um, so yeah. you know, it's, and I can't watch it while I'm working because I'm supposed to be working. So um, you know, not it, enough hours it, in the day, you know, man. And it, it's one of the other things as well because I know, I know that you have. Um, I, I I feel really. I, I think it's great that people reach out and send me friend requests on Facebook all the time. I don't mm-hmm. miserable miserable f- but a lot of them i have to i have to put i have to I leave parked because i get a lot of them from people i genuinely don't know that well or at all and i guess yeah. the difference is is that your profile is just isn't you as a person it's you as yeah. a hobby thing whereas yeah. mine is kind of friends family and family stuff yeah no, um, you can't do that and even though i don't put that much on there these days because i just don't have time it's still it's still you know so if you send me a 
and I'm going to say this now just so that people can get it because I don't want people getting put out. If you send me a friend request on Facebook, we need to have engaged to be on that road to friendship. You know, I need to genuinely know you a little bit because um, mm-hmm. otherwise I probably will just leave it sat there. And I know there's some people that have sent me friend requests and literally I, I don't know who, who you are as a person. Yeah. There's not yeah. even a real photo of you on the internet and you might be on, on a pseudonym account on, on mm-hmm. Facebook, like, cause you don't want to account with you. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I am, um, but I think it's great that people want to be my friend. So thank people you. do well because people, people are excited and, and people do. But what I, I talk say, about you and yeah, you know what I would say was um, hit me up on Instagram, follow me there, and let's get let's build up a report. And then you know if you <laughs> if I know you're not a serial killer, then you know then I'll then I no I, I'm just going because I had I had a really uncomfortable experience on one of the um, one of the older Marvel card groups before we set up <coughs> MCCW. Oh, excuse me, I've run out of tea. Bugger. Oh well. I'll just swallow a lot. Um, um, where someone looked at my profile and trolled me and said some really uncomfortable stuff about my wife and daughter. Oh my god! Yeah, on one of the it was on one of the other card groups, and it's one of one of the one of the reasons why I set up MCCW was I was like, I can't abar- I can't have a I can't be in a group where that sort of stuff will happen. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, I'm not serious. I'll send you the screenshots. It's from one of the uh, the older existing card groups on Facebook. That's disgusting. Someone sent, said some really horrible stuff, and they were trolling, and the admin wow. eventually. <laughs> but I had to I had to show screen grabs to the admins to get them to actually. Right. That's and absurd. Like, yeah, and I was like, so that's that's kind of why I'm a little bit. Yeah, it was too late for me to set up a separate profile for for Facebook these days. So you know, I just um, so it's me, it's me on there. You know, a, an actual human person behind the profile, which is why. Yeah, if it was my name on there, I mean, I hate social media, but if it was my yeah, name yeah. on there, I wouldn't accept anybody either. You've done the smart like, thing, literally. You know? So I often, I often send you um, when I lucked out friend requests. I often send you a thing and say they they're a friend of yours. And so like, who are they? And you'll be like, I don't know. And then I realize, of course, you, you'll accept everyone. Everyone can be no one's friend. It's like that Oprah thing. It's like, you get a friendship, you get a friendship. Everyone gets it's not exclusive. It's not, it's not exclusive. I died. When that happened, I died inside because you were like, man, who is this person, right? And I was like, I don't know, Ian. Why are you asking me? Is you're friends with them, man. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh, shit. This is full, come full circle. Off. So I don't actually I don't actually fire them over to you now. For, for I used to fire them over to you for... um. Um, uh, what's yeah, the word for review triage? I used to triage them for you, yeah, sure, um, sure. and um, yeah, I, to be yeah. honest with you, there's a couple of other people I started using, and they were the same. They were like, I don't know, I just accepted it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's bizarre. I feel bad. Well, because there's nothing at stake. Like the Norn Rad thing is so you know it's made up, so it's, it's just, not you. Yeah, it's not me. You know, yeah. like I'm a little more picky on my um, Instagram because I do like, like people ask me to look for cards for them or like, you know, people are asking me questions who I know and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm a little more picky over there, but mm. yeah, Facebook stuff. The you only reason the I have a Facebook, whisperer. I'm not the card whisperer. I, the only reason I have a Facebook is because of you. That's the only re- No, it's true. You know that, you, you know, 100% you invited me to do this and you made those awesome groups. And I was like, well, <laughs> this mother just got me into this. So now I'm and stuck here. And then we here. got together and then we made a baby of this podcast. Our baby. <laughs> our baby. Our baby's a Our baby. <laughs>
You just got to keep it away from dingoes. Yeah. <laughs> Dingo killed my podcast. <laughs> I know I shouldn't say that because apparently it's a true story. It is a true story. We talked about it. It is. It's yeah. so sad. We did. Oh, it was on the after credits of, of an episode. That's right. That's right. Yeah, well, I, snuck it. I snuck it on. Yeah, I snuck it on. And there was about something really dark. Really dark. Really dark. <sighs> Oh well, listen. <laughs> Go on, say it. You're messed up. You're dark. <laughs> You're screwed up. All right, everybody, enjoy collecting. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. Visuals and tasting notes for each episode can be found on our Facebook page. You can subscribe and leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Please take a second to subscribe, like, and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. Our podcast can be found by Googling at the MCC pod, which will also find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Our Facebook community is at MCCW, Marvel Car Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time. And remember, it's a small hobby, but a fun one. Make mine Marvel and enjoy collecting. <laughs>